0: The final seconds ticking away here. Five left as Ethan Bear will carry it to center ice and the Colorado Avalanche break their four-game winless skin and they do it at the expense of the Capitals here in the nation's capital tonight. Final score, Colorado six and Washington three. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby. On Caps Radio 24 7. The Caps battle and show a lot of fights, but ultimately fall to Colorado. Ben back with us this morning and Montreal up next on Saturday night north of the border. Good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day and welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Despite giving up two goals inside of the first five minutes last night, Caps showed a lot of fight in rallying to tie the game before first intermission. But when it was all said and done, Washington came up short in a 6-3 loss to the Avalanche at Capital One Arena. There were offensive positives. Both Beck Malenstein and Connor McMichael scored goals for the first time in 16 games. And Alex Ovechkin extended his goal scoring streak to six straight games. It's his longest goal streak now since 2018. This after he woke up in Dallas on the morning of January 27th with eight goals the entire season and only one game to go before the All-Star break. Washington trailed last night by just one goal late in the third period, but they weren't able to tie the game. Colorado then added two empty net goals to inflate the end result. Final score, Avalanche 6 and the Capitals 3. Up next, after an off day today, a practice day tomorrow and Friday in Arlington, and a flight Friday afternoon to Montreal, it's a game with the Canadians. Saturday night at Bell Center. We catch up with Ben Raby here this morning. We talk about the blueprint the Capitals need to follow to win games. Why Connor McMichael has shown brightly since last weekend. Mike Scarbosa and more as the team takes a breather before heading north. All right, Benny. Well, as the team now has a couple of days off, and I mean, I guess this is a welcome change, even though the All-Star break wasn't that long ago, but at the same time, you had three games and four and all the heavy hitters between Colorado and Vancouver and Boston and facing a Montreal team that they're going to owe something to after what happened in Capital One Arena going back at the beginning of the month coming out of the All-Star break. So maybe a couple of days uh, off day today, then a couple of days of practice, a chance to maybe reset after what has has been you know, a pretty decent stretch of hockey here.
1: Yeah, hopefully a chance to recharge the batteries. And, John, don't pay too much attention to the standings over the next couple of days. The teams around the Capitals, of course, are going to be playing in the interim. So hopefully by the time they reconvene at the Bell Center on Saturday night, they'll be ready to go. To your point, maybe a measure of revenge, given the way the uh, events unfolded a couple of weeks ago against Montreal here at Capital One Arena. But, yeah, hopefully the foundation that was laid over the weekend, particularly the games against Boston and Vancouver, taking three out of four points against two of the NHL's best. You look to the Boston game, certainly something you could feed off of. Hard to replicate that, the full 60-minute effort, but I think we saw again against Vancouver on Sunday, you know, signs of a team that showing some positive elements which would bode well You know, as they inch closer here to the trade deadline and look to remain in the competitive Eastern Conference playoff
0: race. And it's been said, really going back to after the game Saturday in Boston, this is the blueprint. You've got to be able to be tough to play against in all three zones. We saw that in Boston. We saw it for the most part against Vancouver. You need good goaltending. You need to be able to generate some offense as well. Alex Ovechkin has provided a big chunk of that. Others have as well. But that is really what it has to be moving forward. When you go to Montreal on the weekend, you owe those guys from what happened in this building, and you find a way to get two points, and you do it by playing that blueprint style that I guess we're calling it now, and then you carry it home against a New Jersey team that, for some strange reason, the Capitals have had no trouble scoring goals against New Jersey this year. Get that positive momentum going, and as you get closer to the trade deadline, as you get closer into the real stretch run of the month of March, an opportunity to try and maybe close that gap a little
1: bit. Yeah, when we talk about the foundation having been laid over the weekend, we're talking about the stingy defensive play, the ability to get it out of their own zone fairly easily, fairly quickly, and transition that into the offensive side. The big question, as it has remained all season long, 50-plus games in, can they get the scoring going consistently? It's been very good to see the likes of Ovechkin and Stroh and Oshi contributing as they have offensively since the All-Star break and even going a little bit before that. You'd like to see it with some regularity lower down the depth chart. Again, the McMichaels, Alexei Protis with regularity. We're hoping to see more of that starting on Saturday night against the Canadians up at the Bell Center, but certainly as far as the foundation being laid, we're really talking about the defensive play, and hopefully that translates into more offensive opportunities, but the defensive play, knock on wood, it's been good, little blips here and there, but for the most part, that's been a consistent element for much of the year. Offensively, thinking forwards, we saw last
0: weekend with the trip to Boston, the reunification of Anthony Mantha, Connor McMichael, and Alexei Protus. Connor and Alexei gone long stretches without scoring here. But the one thing that we talked about with Spencer yesterday before the game for the pregame show last night was he needs to be able to utilize his speed. First, foremost, he was thinking about making plays. He was thinking about doing a lot of different things. And it almost became, it sounded like, emotional overload where there's a lot of things you're trying to focus on and none of it has really transpired here in the last few weeks. Now, just the speed. We saw it in the breakaway chance that he almost scored against Vancouver. We saw it really throughout the weekend where it sounds like the message from the head coach was really taken to heart and saying, okay, go out, skate, put yourself in position to do good things and the rest of it will kind of take care of itself.
1: Man, It's, it's a shame, John, the way it ended on Sunday afternoon for Connor McMichael with the turnover that led to the eventual game-winning goal in overtime because otherwise had himself a solid game. He's shown himself well on the power play. We're seeing him more on the penalty kill, taking advantage of those minutes. To your point, three-on-three three overtime, there he was minutes before the turnover with an opportunity at the other end of the ice in transition on a mini-break opportunity. So good to see, despite the fact, you, you want to see him get going offensively with the finish, but good to see that despite that lack of finish, you could say, of late, still being trusted with the minutes, trying to get him going by reuniting them. Anthony Mantha has been playing very well, you know, over the past several months, you could even say. So hopefully some of that mojo rubs off a little bit on Protus and McMichael. And again, going back to the weekend, Protus also, he showed himself well, it's just a matter of the finish. How many times did we say, you know, gold mouth scramble, there he is in tight, in close, high traffic areas, etc. Just unable to finish. It's been a couple of months entering play last night against Colorado that we were waiting to see Protus with the finish. So still something that you hope down the stretch into the trade deadline etc. If those three remain together that the finish can complement the other elements of the game as well.
0: One guy that we're going to see seemingly for a while at center, Mike Scarbosa and I like the fact that he doesn't seem to have any trouble going to the front of the net. He had a nice assist on a Mantha goal in Florida going back to last week and he does have the ability to chip in offensively. Now we had Zach Fish on the show yesterday and he talked about, no, that's a guy they're going to miss if you can miss a guy when you're 39-7 or whatever they are in the Hershey. We'll talk about that in a minute. But him being able to step in here as that veteran guy that's played with some other NHL teams, and you know, he doesn't really look out of place. No, I've been very
1: impressed with him, John. And uh, you know, the minutes are limited. Let's call it for what it is. No special teams opportunities for Mike Scarbosa. But as far as the five on five play, you know, again, another guy. He's had opportunities in close. You just want to maybe see the finish a little bit. But the fact that he's in the position, he's getting the opportunities in those high danger areas, and I like his play away from the puck, which is also part of the reason why he's here. You had the heavy hitters over the weekend in Boston and Vancouver, Florida, going back to last week. Here's a guy, you know, in his early 30s, has seen a few things as far as his professional career is concerned. Savvy defensively, you know, getting back on the back check, breaking up plays. I found his all-around game, again, small sample size because the minutes have been limited. But when he's been out there, you know, a guy the Capitals could trust, doesn't seem to be getting caught out of position, that type of thing too often. Puck management has been fairly good. Just a guy with a kind of steady, exactly what you would think you're getting out of a veteran in his early 30s. Another big question, as you know, John, oftentimes with these types of players who Spend the bulk of their career in the American Hockey League and get the occasional call up to the NHL. The question is, as that sample size grows, can you sustain it? Can the consistency be there across six, seven, eight, nine, ten games potentially or even more? But so far, so good for Mike Scarbosa. He has taken advantage of this opportunity, he's remained in the lineup, he's looked good. Thinking back to
0: conversation coming out of the All-Star break with Dylan Strome, he's always the one who, despite leading the team in goals, he likes to tell you how much of a playmaker he is. He's an assist guy, and we have seen really since the break, as he skates alongside Alex Ovechkin, he has been able to pick up assists for Alex Ovechkin goals. Fine with him continuing to shoot now that he's at the 20-goal plateau, that certainly doesn't hurt. But I like the fact that he's been able to help out number 8 a little bit and get him the puck, and that you've got to believe that this team's going to get above two goals a game. That's a pretty good place to look between those two to try and up that goals for.
1: Yeah, and John, this goes back even to last season under Peter Laviolette when he first put Dylan Strom on a line with Alex Ovechkin. Dylan Strom, to his credit, has embraced the opportunity. Yeah, he's been trigger-happy at times himself, and he's shown a knack to find the back of the net. But he has shown that ability going back to last year when either Backstrom was out or Kuznetsov was missing time. You put Dylan Strom up with Ovechkin, and they played a whole lot with Tom Wilson last season. That's a home for Dylan Strom. He, he took ownership for large stretches of the number one center position. Now again, Kuznetsov unavailable right now. Another chance for Dylan Strom. You know, it, it's his job. He's the number one center on this team and playing alongside Alex Ovechkin. We've acknowledged over the years, good work if you could find him, but sometimes easier said than done to play with one of the greatest goal scorers in the world. You have to learn how to play with him. You have to get comfortable. Dylan Strom certainly has over the past year plus. All
0: right, good stuff, Benny. Good to
1: see you. Thank you for this.
0: Happy Wednesday, John. And a happy Wednesday to you, sir. It's the Capitals and the Montreal Canadiens at 7 Eastern on Saturday, 645 airtime on 106.7 and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7, heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock... That's-